to Design Under Influence. Happy 2021. Uh, if you were watching by video, um, you could see that I have my pandemic dog, Chelsea, right here. She's a corgi and she's gorgeous. So hopefully a little cuteness in your life. Today, we're going to talk about a very important subject. We get this question quite a bit. Um, and the question is, should you or could you run Revit on the Mac? Now, my co-pilot today, besides Chelsea here, is Boris Rappaport, the CEO of RKIT, my co-host, a good friend. What's up, B? Hey, 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 Alex. Uh, nice to see Chelsea there. I should have probably brought my, uh, my cat, Benny, so we could Your have cats? a cat day. <laughs> dogs and cats. Cats and dogs. Awesome. So let's, let's dive into the subject. Uh, first of all, do you... Like, let's, let's unpack this a little bit. Is this an issue? Do people ask you this a lot? Do you hear this at conferences? So this is an issue, right? And the reason I brought it up to you is that we actually had a conversation about this with one of our prospective clients recently. So I think it's a, it's a topic that's out there. Um, maybe people not talking about it and trying to um, find solutions on their own and just deal with what, you know, what they have and what they know. But I figure it'll be a good way to provide some tactical education today and address this topic. Yeah, and that's, that's it's a really good point. So, you know, we're going to open the year with a, a variety of tactical, you know, get to it, get the answers, move on with your life and make technology your competitive advantage. That's been our goal back in 2020. And we're going to sort of continue this, carrying this into 2021. And so you are... Tuned in to design under influence. And today we're going to unpack using Revit on Mac. Should you do it? Should you not do it? So first of all, let's talk about uh, the why. Um, why do people, what's some of the reasons, Boris, that people are asking about this? You know, why not just use PC and be done with it? Well, why not just use PC, Alex? I see you have a nice shiny Mac on your desk right there. <laughs> so tell me, why do you have a Mac? That's a little bit of an image, right? So, you know, it's, I like Mac. I, I like you used to a particular operating system and, and a, a lot of things hook into it. Like this GoPro camera I have going, this mic here. I'm sure I can make it work with the PC, but I've been using Mac for so long. And it's also cool, right? Having a Mac is cool. So that would be my reasons. Are those the reasons that your customers telling you? Well, that's one of the reasons, right? To take the idea of image a little further is, right, Mac... Uh, traditionally has been marketing ever since I remember to independent thinkers, designers, um, and architects are. And a lot of architects want to have that individuality. And, you know, that's why they go with Mac. Aside from other, maybe more important considerations, one of them, I think stability uh, is also very important, right? Um, the reason why Mac is so stable is because it's a single operating system that is basically designed to run on specific set of hardware that almost never changes um, and slowly adapts and slowly moves forward, always tested. So stability is another reason why people choose Mac over Windows. And then additionally, which I don't agree with, and I'm, I'm gonna give you reasons why, but also many people believe that Macs are more secure. Right. Yeah. So, again, we've been marketed to saying that Macs are easy, secure, which which is not necessarily true. Um, and to get deeper into it is just Windows and Mac are pretty much similar in terms of security. Uh, it's just that there, there is less Macs out there 
uh, in the environment right now. I think Max take up about 12% of all marketplace uh, really? in PC uh, sales. Um, not in film, but in PC. That's incredible. I didn't know that. Right. So, and in business, it's a lot less too. So what happens is the amount of attacks that you can, you know, that are happening against Macs or PCs is actually direct. If you take the proportional uh, percentage values versus, you know, the proportion of the market, um, actually Macs are being attacked more than Windows computers. Hmm. So uh, in a lot of ways, uh, in a lot of ways, um, this is as Mac share, I suppose, is growing, you know, security risks are also become more, um, more uh, robust and more real. And, but, but, um, you're saying that, you know, PC is just as secure with proper measures. I mean, obviously that's, that's the kind of key you got to maintain, be vigilant, train your people, train yourself. Don't open stupid emails. All right. So you say there's a parity here. Correct. Yeah. From standpoint, we're we're going to take the security standpoint out of, out of the, uh, out of the equation of what we're talking about today. Outside of that, it's, it's the image, it's the fact that the hardware and software is more stable and the fact that you may already have a Mac, right? And you want to make sure um, that it works with, you know, with your tools that you're using for your design process. Got it. And so, all right. So why not, why not just use a Mac? What's the problem with Revit and Macs? So the problem is Revit never had a version for Mac, right? So Revit is designed to run on Windows computers. It's not designed uh, to run on Mac OS and it's not supported on Mac OS. So you, if I bought Revit license, I would not be able to directly install it on Mac and be happy um, and using it. So we have to find workarounds to enable for that to happen. Okay. and. Those workarounds are because you know I searched Google, recorded the show. You don't want to get educated on the subject of what other people are saying. Uh, the information is out there, but it's kind of sparse. It's uh, it's not really. There's some uh, solutions out there, but nobody really uh, sort of dives in into into pluses and minuses. So why don't you go a little bit deeper? Since you know we're the IT company for architects, we have to take this burden upon ourselves to educate the wonderful people who are tuning into the show. So Boris, please give us a solution. What is the first most common solution for folks running Revit on Max? So the first most common solution is using a virtual machine, either Parallels or other, you know, other virtual software, maybe a VMware workstation, running it on your Mac computer, and then running Windows uh, inside of that virtual machine and running Revit um, inside of that Windows virtual machine. Um, so that would be the first kind of most common steps that people take. It's a, it's an okay solution because there's some, obviously like with anything, there's some pluses and minuses, but I think this one has a little more minuses than all the other things we're going to talk about here. And the, I think the biggest minus is just the performance and the fact that the graphics card that you have in your Mac does not play nice uh, with the virtual platform. So you're unable um, to have some of the 3D functionality that Revit has um, inside of that virtual machine. So if you're designing a building, you may be able to just do some basic tasks inside of a model, right? But you're not gonna be able to like render the model correctly, or it will be very slow for you when you're trying to uh, do more complex tasks that involve a lot of graphics. So you think the Millennium Tower was designed on Revit using Macs? 
It doesn't <laughs> render all the way, but how yeah, does it yeah, I know, it's just, <laughs> let's cut off the, let's cut off the last two inches. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that like the worst thing ever, like for an architect uh designer, like not to have your sheesh rendering correctly? So I guess that's a that's a really big minus, I'd say. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, visual representation is very important. Depending on the design firm, each design process is different. But yeah, I mean, definitely when you're trying to present uh, to your clients, you want to make sure that you have proper renderings. And you can outsource that stuff too as well. But in general, it's just uh, it's hard to work on something where the performance does not allow for full capabilities of the application. All right, uh, let's go over the next couple of bumps and run into the next solution. Uh, which I think might be a little bit better than... All right, so, I mean, we talked about graphics performance. Um, along with that is just general speed and resource usage performance, right? You want to, if you run a virtual machine inside of your Mac, uh, you want to make sure that you have a nice MacBook Pro uh, that has a lot of memory um, and it has, you know, a really good processor, uh, like an Intel Core i7 processor in it, right? Because most standard Mac solutions there uh, may not have that out of the box. So you need to either upgrade your system or, you know, consider other um, other alternatives. And then in, in general, like creating a virtual machine, it may be easy for a techie, uh, but for a, you know, for a regular person, an architect who wants to you know, do their work and design buildings and not necessarily deal with all the tech stuff, it's not very easy to configure, right? Configure the virtual machine, install Windows operating system properly, install all the, you know, the Revit software and maybe other software that's on it. It's not an easy thing to do. Uh, and then supporting any kind of hard, any issues that may happen because you're not running on a hardware, but you're running it virtually. Um, so I think those are all the minuses. Now, I will tell you along with these minuses, there's also, you know, there's some benefit over other solutions. And the benefit here is you can switch easily, right, inside of inside your Mac operating system. You can easily switch between the virtual machine that you're running and you have Revit and then all the other applications you have inside your Mac, which makes it a little more palatable um, to go this route. So let's just finish out with, with your recommendation, professional recommendation. One being absolutely no runaway, burn it down, uh, never come back to it. Ten, it's it's the best solution in the world, and nothing is better right out there right now. What would you rank it at? Ten, the best, one, the worst. <laughs> oh, put me on the spot right there. All right, I would say it's I would say it's a three. I would say it's a three. It sucks. Let's move on. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. So the next one is bootcamp. And Alex, do you know what bootcamp is? It's, it's where you get in shape. That's what I know. <laughs> no, I'm sure you know. You're on a mat. Come on. Yeah, I think it's it's something it's something to do with being able to run Windows applications on the uh, on a computer. On right. A Mac. Uh, but the way it works is, it basically creates a separate partition on your Mac on your disk, and it installs a Windows operating system on that partition. And by the way, you need to have a Windows license, Windows, Microsoft, Microsoft Windows 10 professional license um, in order to do this, right? So if you're doing it for your business, make sure you're licensing properly. So you install on another partition on your drive. So basically like if you have a 512 gigabyte drive, you give half of it to Windows, half of it to Mac. When you boot up the system, you choose 
which installation you're trying to boot into. And that's the name bootcamp, right? So you choose if you want to go into Windows or you choose if you want to go into Mac. Now, the advantage here is uh, once you're in the Windows platform, all the resources that your Mac has, like the graphics card and all the other stuff, as long as you have some you know, nice graphics card and a lot of memory and good processor, all of that is dedicated. Unlike on a virtual machine where it's split between the operating system and the virtual machine, all of it is dedicated to that installation, right? So you get much nicer performance um, over the virtual machine in this scenario. So that's the beginning to sound pretty good. So what is, what's some of the drawbacks here? Well, some of the drawbacks is you're basically running Windows on a Mac. So A, any issues that Windows has with on every other computer, you're probably going to experience similar issues uh, on your computer as well, right? So like blue screens of death and that type of stuff, it happens on Windows. And that's probably the reason you chose Mac in the first place. Um, you're going to get to experience that here maybe as well. Um, secondly, you don't have access to all your other apps in this environment. So in order for you to access all your other apps, you actually have to shut down your Mac and yeah. then boot it back into Mac OS. And then you don't have access to Revit. So it's basically like running two computers, but not next to each other, but kind of in serial, right? Like a train. You can only have either one or the other uh, at one time. It does It does sound like a pretty good solution, though, because I do know a lot of folks who run Windows on Macs already. And, you know, certain applications are only like Windows, and Revit seems to be, well, that seems is one of them. And so I don't think, is there any other drawback? Because so far I'm not hearing anything devastating. Um, no, no. Like to me, I would say that's, those are the two most important things because efficiency suffers, right? If I'm working on something and I need to look something up, I need to basically go back into my Mac OS and that takes time. So that's mm -hmm. the only, I think that's kind of like for me, trying to juggle multiple things at one time, this could be a killer. So those of you multitaskers, that might be a problem. Well, unless you 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 sort of find yourself using specific things on Windows and then when it relates to Revit and that type of work, you already have it on the Windows. Then, then, then it's all sort of in the same world. And then when you go in a different world, maybe on the Mac, you have you know fun, you do email, you do other things, but you do focused work, focused design work on the Windows. I can see this working actually, because to be honest with you, this is a whole other subject in the podcast, but I will go on a short, short rant and, uh, and talk about the disruptions and focus. Like right now, if I try to do four things or two things even, this show wouldn't be half as good. Well, maybe, you know, who knows how good it is already, but this is the best I got. <laughs> this is all I got, right? Like, what if I split my attention? So. So something to be said about you know, giving yourself the environment, because your willpower is not infinite. You have finite amount of willpower. And so if you have, if your phone not on you know airplane mode begins to vibrate, you watch vibrates, then you have all other interruptions. So if you're able to put all of your, I guess, um, additional systems that you need to perform the Revit work um, inside the windows, I can see this being actually a plus, man. I don't know if anybody talked about that. What, what do you think about that? Being a plus where it's a focused environment. I don't have beeps. I don't have emails coming at me. I don't have none of that stuff. I agree with you. So I agree with you. I agree with you. Plus. It will be a plus. So yeah. So, but we know 
both you and I as business owners, that is really hard to achieve. And actually, if you can, if you do this specifically to cut yourself off from the external world, right, and only focus on that piece of work, that's actually, yeah, that's going to be a great, uh, great. You'll do benefit. your best work that way. And that's what you know, this whole we're trying to get you there, right? So you can stay focused as a business owner. And so, all right, one to 10, 10, one, 10 being the best in the world. So yeah. I, I was going to rate it at five, but given the addition, added benefit you just mentioned, let's make Thank it a seven. You. Wow, I got two points. You got two points. Seven is, pretty, seven is good. It's almost like C plus. Seven is pretty good. Now the, so, and the reason why it's not 10, because I would say, why not just get a Windows computer at that point, right? Because you're you know, basically... Yeah, you just put it right next to the right here. Exactly. That's it. Uh, cost, right? Cost and also two computers, you know, you're schlepping around two computers, two power adapters. Ugh. Let's talk about the third uh, possibility on running Revit on Mac. So this third possibility is basically using remote access to connect from your Mac computer into a Windows computer that's running Revit, right? And the, the remote access can be a native uh, Microsoft uh, remote desktop method, or it could be a tool such as TeamViewer or other remote access tools that are out there for controlling that Windows computer and performing your work um, inside of the Windows Revit uh, application. So a couple of things right away. Well. One jumps out right away, right? You need a Windows computer as well. So basically you have two devices. One, a Windows computer in your office, possibly, or under your desk. Could it be, I was gonna ask, as I was looking through your notes, um, could it be a server running? Well, it could be a virtual machine, possibly running on the server. Uh, it could be like, if we go back to our one of our episodes, right, about um, desktop as a service. Like it could be one of those services, right? I was gonna bring up, yeah, I was gonna bring that up because this isn't. That sounds like a pretty good, pretty good uh, use case for desktop as a service. Correct, correct. But again, um, it needs to be that second device, whether it's a piece of hardware or a virtual machine. Um, it's still a second, second device that needs to be managed, uh, security considerations, and the remote access itself needs to be properly set up, right? So you have to have the configuration on the device to allow for remote access to happen. So that would be kind of the first drawback of that. Also, since the device is remote, and if you ever need to kind of move data back and forth, it may be more difficult than having everything on your one laptop, right? Uh, or your one desktop that you're using. And then I think the benefit here is that you're running a session on your Mac to a remote device. So it's it's still easy to switch between the applications, right? Because you are on your Mac in your native Mac environment and the session just run, the remote session just runs inside there. So you can switch between applications easier, you know, check your Mac mail, email uh, if you need to and do other things. So that, I think that would be beneficial uh, for this type of solution. Overall, I would say it's a four. I think it's a little better than the virtual machine in terms of performance, because uh, you're utilizing basically the Windows desktop's full performance. But the fact that you need to have two machines kind of kill it for many people. Here you have it. So do you mind if I sort of sum this up for the viewers uh, in, a, in a sort of a more or less simple outcome? You go for it. 
So it sounds like the virtual machine and remote access are uh, a possible solutions, but maybe temporary, maybe you already have it set up, maybe once in a while. Boris rated it three out of 10 and four out of 10, so those are terrible. In reality for work, it's difficult to operate in an environment where you're 30 or 40% max more efficient. You know, 30% efficiency, it's no good. So I'd say those are probably not a viable solutions. But if you really want to run a Revit on Mac, and if you're the kind of person that understands that you do your best work when you focused and you're in the zone, and they call it state of flow. I don't know if you've heard about this. Some of you who are into self-performance, you know, kind of lifting yourself up through knowledge and research and, and, and experimentation, you know, achieving a state of flow is very important for your create, uh, for, for your uh, both enjoyment and the outcome of, of the work you do. And so to get to flow, you have to have focus. And I think the bootcamp is the solution that has a technical, more or less decent or pretty good uh, technical specifications in order to run uh, Revit on Mac, uh, but at the same time, it gives you that focus so you're not uh, interrupted with notifications and all kinds of things going on. So I guess if you have to do it, use Bootcamp. Otherwise, just get a PC and and live your life. <laughs> um, fight that, other battles. <laughs> fight other battles. Yeah, we, God knows we have enough battles these days. It's 2021. Still battling, man. Still battling. Um, any other words of wisdom, Boris? No, that's it. Just remember, technology is your competitive advantage, and we'll talk to you next time. Indeed. Thank you. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Have a great day.